0: Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumbo! Hey Max, it's the episode you've always dreamed about. Yes. You thought you thought that we were done talking about Nicolas Cage. No. No. No, our, our love for Cage is
1: screaming at the door! <laughs> <laughs> I would say scraping
0: <laughs> at the door, depending on if your English subtitles are on. Uh, but yes, guess what, at maniacs? We've decided that based based on an amazing Facebook post by yes. Mike Payton yeah, which uh, where he photoshopped some some Nick Cage heads on uh, WWE guys wrestling called a cage match. Yes, it's it's t- In-
1: inspiration just struck. Yeah, like we were just looking at it, we're like, oh my god, cage match! How did we not think of this? We should have our own tournament to see what is the greatest Nicholas Cage performance movie of all time.
0: Yes, and Eric, I've been thinking long and hard about this, and yes. I've been oh, so long and so hard. Uh, yes. How I mean, how to determine the greatest Cage of all? Because I mean, he's played so many. He's played himself in so many different movies.
1: <laughs> yeah, and when we were thinking about this, we're like, well, you have to consider a ton of variable factors. One. Right. Um, the, the quality of the movie does come into play, yes. you know, if it was a good movie versus just a total shit movie, you know, that, that, that fit, that, the ways into it, um, the quality of Nick Cage's performance, right. And, uh, the intangibles of, um, how crazy was Cage in it, right? Like how, how crazy
0: did method acting Cage have to get in order to work himself up for whatever he was trying to do in these movies?
1: Yes, bonus points if during that movie it seems like it was probably just Nicolas Cage (laughs) acting normal and not really acting at all.
0: Right, like Nick Cage is like, when when Nick Cage says, and then I put on a voodoo mask and uh, it was just a documentary about my life at that time, uh, you know you have a winner
1: yeah so i mean we have, to, we have to put all these considerations in good movie you know w- what did nick cage doing it how fucking crazy was he you know how many awesome meltdowns and 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 repeatable lines that he have all these things got to get melded into one to come up with the greatest rating of all and the best part is there are no losers because these are all amazing <laughs> movies
0: all right so let's let's go down let's break down the tournament categories and if you go to our Facebook page. Uh, we're Jumpman Podcast on Facebook. You can download the tournament bracket that Eric has created and and uh, play along with us. That's right. We'll probably put it on our website too, right? Jumpmanpodcast.com. dot That's right. That's right. So let's uh, let let's just uh let's break down the films and Eric, tell sure. me tell me about like uh why you chose these specific uh how many uh, sixteen films?
1: Yes. Well, okay. So basically, I mean, every every movie Nick Cage done is is basically got some kind of golden nugget buried inside of it but we decided for this podcast so it wouldn't go five hours long we would just do the top 16 mm-hmm. the sweet 16 if you will which was difficult i mean in a, a quick uh honorable mention to a couple movies uh next mm-hmm. next where he plays chris johnson who can see two minutes into the future <laughs> which which sounds I mean, it sounds like a stand-up comedy joke <laughs> i mean that was amazing like the best line from that he's like Oh, I've seen every possible ending. None of them are good for you. <laughs> and oh, oh no, no. Oh, he, he totally, he, this is the best line, pickup line ever. He goes to that chick, he goes, wow, that was incredible. And the chick's like, what was? He goes, this, and kisses her. Oh, damn. <laughs> but, I mean, that shows you how good this is. That movie did not make it. Wow. Because Cage was not crazy enough. He was He's pretty subdued. I mean, it was pretty awesome he could see two minutes in the future. Uh, so, honorable mention to that and honorable mention to Season of the Witch, mm-hmm. where uh, Nicholas Cage and Ron Perlman play, like, uh, uh, Crusaders from, like, the 13th century. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nick Cage actually dies in it and stuff, but he doesn't go crazy. I, I really thought, you know, that maybe he would have been crazier, but having him pretend to be a witch hunter, uh, I don't know, it just came off as a little too normal for me.
0: Right, and, and you know... Uh, there are certain movies where his insanity goes like straight off the charts. Uh, but yeah. we, but uh, I'm I'm seeing that you didn't include them, like yeah, so uh, like that that vampire movie, uh, where, yeah. where where the where the whole the whole meme uh, "You don't say" comes from,
1: where he actually doesn't say "You don't say." Yeah, I mean, I mean, there are some shitball movies that he did, and we're not going to blame those movies on Cage. We're going to blame them on production value yeah. and the script and everyone else involved except Cage. But like I said, we can only take the top 16. If you feel – if you disagree, feel free, and we, I'll, I'll debate you to the end. I love this topic. So mm. we decided uh, 16, and we split them into two divisions of eight. Okay, so we've got – uh, both divisions are seated one through eight one being what we think is, is one of the best, strongest, craziest Nick Cage movies and eight being a fun enjoyable romp but not his best work mm. so we've got two divisions one through eight we'll do one division, second one, until we have two division winners and then we'll put them head to head and decide what is the greatest <laughs> in the Cage match Yes, <laughs> we'll get in the Cage and find out which is the greatest one of all And uh, just like we did back in March with March Madness, uh, if, me and Chad will debate it back and forth, if we disagree uh, one of us will have the power of veto mm. to pick the winner. Once once someone uses the power, it then like a basketball possession arrow. It then the power goes to the other brother to then use. The the other brother from another mother. Exactly. And In, in a chat, I'll I'll uh, I'll let you start with the the power
0: oh, of veto. Oh, very. Uh, you know what, Eric? This is very gracious. Uh, I do believe you. You gave me the power last time, and it wound up screwing me in the end. Oh, so well, I'm gonna. You know, uh,
1: I am the smarter of the brothers.
0: <laughs> yeah, except when it comes to anything technical, and then you're always yes. on the horn. Chad, help me, my computer. Yeah. It won't turn what,
1: what the fuck is Pinterest? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Yep, Every, every other <laughs>
0: week. Have you plugged it in?
1: Oh, yeah. you're a genius. Oh, I thought <laughs> it was wireless. I thought everything is wireless now. <laughs> although, although
0: freaking, uh, I, I mean, I don't know the company, but I just saw wireless electricity beaming is going to happen soon in the yeah. future, and I'm like, it's GI Joe the
1: movie all over again. Yes. <sighs> so, uh, so yeah, let's go through both. Uh, let's go through the first round of both uh, divisions, and we'll slowly make our way to the finals.
0: All right. So here, here are in in order from uh, for one through eight. One being what what we thought was was the best in terms of the, what we described earlier as the, uh, as h- how we rank them. So we, we, we rank them as uh, Con Air being the top, Leaving Las Vegas, The Rock, Bad Lieutenant, Raising Arizona, Gone in 60 Seconds, Face Off, and Sorcerer's Apprentice. But but I want to say that we, we made it a point to break up uh, his characters from Face Off into two separate categories, where he plays himself and where he plays John Travolta.
1: Yeah, so keep in mind that when In Face Off, when Nicholas Cage is the bad guy in the beginning, his name is Caster Troy. Mm-hmm. And then then they change faces and then Nicholas Cage is now playing a good guy. He's like scared. Now his name is Sean Archer and he's still in his body but he's now channeling Travolta, which is, you know, difficult for him. <laughs> yeah, I know. I so, know. But 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 watching John Travolta
0: pull off a Nick Cage impression is pretty priceless. I gotta yeah. say. So,
1: yeah, so when we talk about face off Caster Troy, that's Nicolas Cage acting as a bad guy. When we say face off Sean Archer, that's Nicolas Cage pretending to have John Travolta inside his body. That's right.
0: And so for the first <laughs> bracket, we have Sean Archer, so it's Nick Cage playing John Travolta, the good guy.
1: Yeah. And then in the second bracket, one through eight, we've got the Wicker Man, face off Caster Troy, mm-hmm. Ghost Rider 2, Honeymoon in Vegas, Drive Angry, Kickass, ass national treasure one and bangkok dangerous
0: mm, there's dangerous and then yes. there's
1: bangkok dangerous yeah that's how you know the danger's <laughs> been upped amazingly
0: <laughs> it's like it's like my, my radio at home it goes up to 10 and then bangkok
1: yeah it's like shit <laughs> Dang, danger level bangkok yeah oh, no I, way
0: i i think i think everybody told the director afterwards they're like Dude, stop trying to make Bangkok happen. It's not gonna happen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So so jumping right in here, we've got the number one seed, Con Air versus the number eight seed Sorcerer's Apprentice. All right, let the
0: discussion begin. So, all right, everybody, everybody appreciates Con Air
1: as, or, like a ridiculous action movie that was actually pretty good. Like yeah, I'm yeah. It was it was over the top but you just suspend your disbelief, and it was actually a romping good time. That's right, and it had a ton, a shit ton of
0: memorable, amazing lines, such as, put the bunny back in the box.
1: And then, yeah. why
0: didn't you put the bunny back into the box? Like, oh, I love when uh,
1: the one bad guy is like, do you know what I am? And Nick Cage goes, ugly all day. <laughs> <laughs> or is- it's such a good put-down without, like, getting all, like, badass on him. it's just, like, it was like, <laughs> Yeah, Nick Cage, Nick Cage played, like, a pretty laid-back action hero. Like, no
0: matter what was happening, he really didn't get, like, his dander up. Even if he was killing dudes, he
1: was just like, eh. Because in the beginning, he can't, he finds out in the beginning he can't go full cage because what he does, people die. That's and true. the judge <laughs> says, you are a licensed killing machine you can't ever go crazy like a natural person you've got a bottle it down inside son seven years in jail bam no banging your hot wife
0: right and this is i think con air actually or con air is the tipping point that i think it's the last movie that i, I actually no. i think it's like 50 50 it was it was like um it was like when they're gonna harvest the doodos who's half alien in uh, in district nine where they're like, oh, he's about halfway there. He's halfway gone crazy off the off the deep end. This is Cage starring in in, in a huge action role, you know, like uh, an like, uh, amazingly well-received mainstream action movie. But he does go like Cage, like C- his signature Cage crazy in it. And I think after this movie, it was just all downhill, like
1: off the deep end. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, this might have been, yeah, this might have been the apex right there. Mm-hmm. It was the now, last time. Oh, and then on the other side, we got Sorcerer's Apprentice. Right. And this, uh, and, and this which, is... Sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh, and this, and this was the, uh, the Disney movie based, of course, on the, the Mickey Mouse uh, short from Fantasia, <laughs> where, yes. where, show, where he plays the, the older wizard mentor to the teenager. And I thought it was going to be a, like a big franchise, but it didn't do
1: super well well they were hoping it would be a franchise but yeah there's, it didn't do enough for a sequel he is the sorcerer of Balthazar and then that little wimpy kid who's been in a ton of movies is his assistant and the evil sorcerer is Dr. Octopus I know
0: and it's like how could you go wrong Doc
1: Ock versus Nick Cage and they're wizards yeah and um, Nick Cage uh, is, his hair alone is awesome because of course they <laughs> removed him from being bald they gave him a long hair which was fun Mm-hmm. And uh, he pops in and out of the movie. You know, he's not the full star, but um, you know, it's it's okay. It's it's not bad. I, I wish it had more Cage, to be honest, because like I feel like he really thought that he was a sorcerer, like in real life. He's like, oh, I can <laughs> yeah. play this. You know, I'm am a level seven sorcerer, anyways.
0: That's right. Well, you know every well, you know how he got his uh, his name Cage. I mean, er, yeah. He, oh yeah,
1: you got it from the comic books. Yeah, he
0: he took it from Luke Cage. The the, yeah. the the uh the character who up, up until like 2005 was super unpopular and like basically marvel didn't want to remember that they had ever done him
1: yeah and then they're like oh he's black we need more uh because we were racist back in the 70s we need more <laughs> the color yeah in let, let's comic books so. yeah
0: let's let's stop using the prefix black uh in our superheroes like black vulcan etc etc yes. but i think his i think his last name is actually coppola because he's the son he's like uh he's like francis oh, ford he's a, coppola's he's a uh nephew.
1: nephew yeah he's the nephew yeah so i i forget exactly what his name it might have been coppola or something else but yeah he changed it to nick cage which is pretty sweet man i wish i'd thought of that
0: yeah i mean like you know maybe he changed his name to balthazar who knows i mean maybe he changes his name in, like every single movie it'd be that like be. now i'm bunny box man
1: Yes, but be that as may. sorry, Sorcerer's Apprentice, but you cannot topple Con Air. No way. No way. Put the bunny back into that box and ship it back. Yes. To Disney, I don't know. Moving down to our 4-5 matchup in the first bracket, we have Bad Lieutenant. Uh, the, the title's really long. It's like Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. Yeah, it's like Bad Lieutenant, colon, yada, yada, yada. Versus Raising
0: Arizona. Right. Raising Arizona was one of Cage's uh, breakout roles.
1: It was actually uh, it was a light-hearted comedy. Yeah, I kind of feel like Raising Arizona was the real first dose of mainstream, slightly crazy cage.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. I where... mean, it's like Raising Arizona. I mean, it, that great chase scene that starts off when he, when he puts the pantyhose over his head and he robs a convenience store for diapers. Right, he's, he's like. like <laughs> I'll let you take that
0: one. Uh, uh, he's, he's like, uh, I'll be taking those huggies yeah where yeah, got and the, the money, and the cash
1: <laughs> <laughs> and his wife's no, like, I mean, son of a bitch yeah, it's so good i mean they they steal a kid from their uh from their relatives, and they're like, I love him so much and, I mean, just every time him and Holly Hunter are in the car talking, I mean there's some good stuff where where people are like wow this Nick cage has really got some range, not realizing that that's probably just what cage is like, but they're they're a <laughs> trick at this point to thinking that he was really going nuts uh and it was acting.
0: Right, and as as opposed to Bad Lieutenant, where everybody knows Nick Cage, and he stepped down from his his role, his, his roles as like like amazing headlining action star to just being like, all right, I understand that I sell well on DVD releases, and that's what this is going to be, straight to DVD.
1: Actually, and, I don't know if it's straight to DVD. Bad Lieutenant. I mean, first of all, he's also acting with Fat Val Kilmer. Yes and like and he's going crazy like he's alcoholic and he's seeing things he's on drugs and stuff like one of the best scenes he walks into like a stakeout and he's like what are these fucking iguanas doing on my coffee table <laughs> <laughs> and there's like there's not iguanas there but he sees them mm-hmm. and, and he's like he's just like tripping out and then you see like two minutes of just like the iguanas and him staring down at each other while all the other cops are like looking across the street at their stakeout like what is your problem yep he's like fucking iguana
0: and like fucking iguanas throughout the movie iguanas is a thing and there's a moment where he's been he's been awake so so long and he's like high on cocaine or crack etc and uh, they kill a bunch of dudes kill a bunch of dudes and he's like shoot him again what? <laughs> shoot him again his soul's still dancing and you can see the guy like break dancing yeah, he's nowhere. like nowhere head
1: spins in the alley
0: uh, it, was, it was so bizarre so bizarre. but like they picked the right man I mean this is the movie where he like he he, he he threatens and accosts
1: old ladies that are hooked up to oxygen tanks. That that part was just twisted man. Like he just like grabs the oxygen out of her nose and twists the tube. Yes. So until to, to get to get her caregiver to confess. It's like, dude, that's that's messed up, man. That was that was so good, but his rage in Bad Lieutenant makes his rage in
0: Ghost Rider two feel like he's phoning it in. Honestly, when he was like, the rider is
1: scraping at the door,
0: <laughs> I mean, compared to, like, his scowl and his, just like, I'm, I should just kill you two, you old ladies right now, and Bad Lieutenant, I feel like,
1: damn, man, Cade's really pulled out all the stops for Bad Lieutenant. And keep in mind, in Bad Lieutenant, like, he was, like, I guess method acting, because he was actually found drunk in the streets a couple times. Damn, well, like in the mornings like i am pretty sure he got arrested or was like harassing people and stuff
0: good for him i mean like how else do you prepare for a role where you're where where uh, where a prostitute is blowing a pcp
1: into your mouth and giving you a handjob at the same time <laughs> he was just like uh I forget are there kids ca- is this the movie is this the movie where where are the cameras no this isn't the movie does not it's not camera? Oh, I'll just keep going. And and
0: that's the scene where where the uh, the guy who's with the prostitute tries to sneak away. And he's like, "Get back here! Watch me fuck your girlfriend!" Ah!
1: Well, so what is your uh, what is your notion as to who should advance in this you know, in this uh, match?
0: I I feel like raising Arizona, Cage Cage was still an actor.
1: He was not yeah.
0: participating in a twisted documentary of himself. Uh, and that's what I love. Like like honestly, that's why I think I feel like Bad Lieutenant is ranked higher. Um. Raising Arizona, he did a great job. His acting
1: was kick-ass, and I think that's the only legit comedy on this whole list. <laughs> Everything yeah, there else is there was another comedy he did, Trapped in Paradise, with Dana Carvey and uh, John... Uh, Lo, Lo, uh, what's the fellow's name? John Lovitz? Yeah, but uh, that was just too cute and nice of a movie. I just didn't have the heart to put it in with all these other monsters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, think, I think it's got to be Bad Lieutenant, just because of, like, this... this I mean, outside of the, uh, the chase scene from Raising Arizona, I feel like there's way more memorable stuff in Bad Lieutenant.
1: Okay. So, sorry, Raising Arizona. You're a much better movie, but that was not enough to get you through to the next round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have a number three seed, The Rock, Ooh. versus number six seed, Gone in 60 Seconds. Ooh, The Rock, where,
0: once again, Nick Cage is an amazing action star. And this was his first big action movie. The Rock came a year before Con Air. That's right, and this is the movie where he pl- he plays a character that's uh, that's kind of nerdy, you know. He's not like the big like ass kicker in the movie. That's Sean Connery, yeah. You know, so it's him and Sha- playing against Sean Connery. But by the end of the movie, uh, he's like he he's done some stuff that makes us feel like yeah, he he whoops
1: some ass. Yeah, when he needs. I mean, you know, his name is Stanley Goodspeed, <laughs> so it's like you know he kind of starts off. He's the he's the chemical nerd guy. He's the only guy that. That uh makes the voyage over to Alcatraz. That like probably shouldn't be there because all the ones are ass kickers. But then all the ass kickers get killed. Mm-hmm. And what do you do when a world full of ass kickers goes down? You got the nerds have to rise up. Yeah, I mean, and and one of the, one of the best lines is is like he spits it back uh at one of the bad guys who said it to him first. He's like, "I take pleasure in gutting you, boy." <laughs> like that's what the one of the guys said to him before they killed him he's like oh my god i take pleasure in cutting you boy shame on them <laughs> i mean i mean, this is a this is non-stop action i mean this is pretty good I, I think michael bay did this one i think so too yes and it was uh a highly enjoyable dude
0: well and jerry and jerry Bruckheimer, uh i believe did the music and all of his stuff is like it's it's
1: hardcore like orchestral dun 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 dun, dun. Yeah. it was good like before they even got to alcatraz all this shit happened like that huge chase scene in san francisco and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no it's like it's like standard watch it like action
0: movie material and yeah. and they even had moments it was like controlled it was like leashed cage you know where they're like all right cage we're gonna let you freak out but it's not gonna be the movie is not going to be about you freaking out. We're just going to freak out a couple moments and that'll make sense for you to freak out. Like he injects himself with this uh, with this material towards the end of the movie that's going to save his own life, but he has to like like stick his own heart and inject it into his own heart to live. And then he yeah. can, you know, like flip out on the floor, like go
1: Rider 2 and be like
0: merry christmas asshole and, you know,
1: and <laughs> no, all that. No, so all. and he made like a terrible joke about a missile.
0: Yeah, he's like, you yeah, yeah, you know the song Rocket Man?" Well,
1: yeah. you're the Rocket Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so good. Oh, one of the best ones is when he thinks it's over. He's been captured. They threw him in the Alcatraz cell. Sean Connery's in the Alcatraz cell. And, like, Nick Cage is thinking it's over. And Sean Connery is actually, like, busting himself out. Mm-hmm. And Nick Cage is just kind of being, like, sarcastic and stuff. He's like, how in the name of Zeus's butthole... <laughs> Did you get out of your cell? And I was like, "Holy shit!" He just said, "Zeus's butthole." <laughs> I mean, early, earlier in the film, when he first meets Sean
0: Connery, he's just like, "Let's just cut through all the something like, let 'Let's cut through all the unpleasantries, A hole. Oh yeah, chit chat, chit chat Cut the chit chat. What, what do you say? A-hole. Cut through the chit chat. A hole. <laughs> Who says a hole besides Santa Claus? Santa Claus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, all right. So, more on, so that, more on that's, that later. So. All right. So, so that's the Rock. Gone to sixty seconds. It's like. um... God, it's like uh, they they took a bunch of early 40-year-old actors and then placed them up against with a bunch of, like, younger, uh, better-looking, not-really-established 20-year-old actors, but nobody gave a crap about them. It was a movie for older people.
1: Yeah, I mean, and this is the great car chases. Um, The guy who played Destro in G.I. Joe, uh, Christopher Eccleston or whatever, I think he was Doctor Who also. He plays the bad guy. Mm -hmm. He's all about crafting furniture while he kills people.
0: (laughs) This is the lamest excuse. It was a, like, it was a remake of a of a, of a movie f- uh, from a long time ago, and I, I hope that the original, which I've not seen, the whole like I will build a coffin and put your brother in it
1: threat like was credible, but it was so lame when he said it in this movie. Yeah, I, I find this movie highly enjoyable. I do like it. Now, Nick Cage is not crazy in this movie. That's right. He's he's the straight guy. He's he's on the up and up and stuff. He doesn't go crazy, but it's a very highly enjoyable movie. See, I don't
0: know about super high I mean, I I thought it was pretty pretty enjoyable, but like I've enjoyed I, I think my enjoyment for the rock goes way higher because there's a lot more like action, more thrills, more chills. I mean if you're into car porn and there is car like a car sex in this movie or, mm-hmm. or going up to uh, then Gone in 60 Seconds is more your thing. But I feel like The Rock is more your, your everyman ass-kicking America.
1: Now, now Gone in 60 Seconds, his name is awesome. His name is Memphis Reigns, <laughs> which is pretty good. I mean, Stanley Goodspeed, Memphis Reigns, I think Gone in 60 Seconds wins on name power. Um, wow. Quotability, not that good. I think his only really good line that I liked was like, the ladies are dirty, walk away, That's... the ladies are dirty.
0: I mean Angelita Jolie is in this movie but you know she doesn't really uh I don't know I I didn't think she was sexy at all in this movie but like we're basing this more on Cage. Yeah, I mean she
1: she looked like one of the twins from Matrix 2.
0: Yeah, she just shows up and she's like hey everybody, I'm 40.
1: But now Ugh. I I feel like you know that quote I was just saying, I feel like Nicolas Cage like says that in his regular normal day life and like laughs at his own joke. Like I feel like he walks past Prostitutes. And he's like, the ladies are dirty. Walk away. <laughs> <laughs> like just that. Just like no one in general. That's. I, I
0: love that. No, maybe he's at a bar and he goes up to a bunch of dudes trying to hit the chicks. He's like, the ladies are dirty. Yeah. Walk, Walk away. away. <laughs> but you I, know, but, I feel like he definitely does that. But at the same time, The Rock had this great thing going between him and uh, him and Sean Connery, where where Sean Connery's like, like, like uh, like some people are uh, losers. Uh, what did he say something about like like you're either a loser or you go home and fuck the prom queen yeah he's like he was like my girlfriend was the prom queen yeah that's right and And Connery
1: that's when Connery first gets an ounce of respect for him he's like oh yeah
0: exactly (laughs) oh you're
1: born you're
0: born the prom queen, did you cage
1: (laughs) I mean (laughs) I mean I just love talking about Nick Cage clearly the rock advances sorry going to 60 seconds that's why you're a six seed and the rock is a three seed because it was better
0: the Rock I mean the the Rock, uh his his wife in the Rock way hotter than Jolie and gone sixty seconds. Just say. Very
1: true. And and they are getting it on during it. And a better love scene in The Rock.
0: Yeah, dude. Super, super super boner inducing. Alright, so let's yeah. let's move on. So the next next bracket. Okay. In fact the last the last bracket of our first uh of our first round. Well, the
1: last matchup in this bracket. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, all right, so we
1: got number two seed, leaving Las Vegas, versus number seven seed, face-off, Sean Archer. This is when Nicolas Cage is now pretending to have John Travolta inside him. <laughs> so he's pretending to be John Travolta as a good guy. And not John Tra- <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong,
0: but uh, Char- Sean Archer... Oh, no, no, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, like, the... Not Sean Archer, not Nick, Not John Travolta's character, but Nick Cage's character had, like 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 was there like implied like bisexuality like throughout the movie or was that just me like picking up on something
1: no uh, cuz i think you, i think Castro Troy was banging uh Gina Davis or not Gina Davis uh what the hell is is her name way hotter than Gina Davis
0: yeah but at one point cuz i was just rewatching it for for shits and at one point he's like he's taunting he's taunting um John Travolta's character and he's like yeah i've been boning your wife but we and he says something like we both know we like it the other way well, so, so he's like, implying Travolta was gay then. Yeah, but but then like later on, like uh, like this guy, this guy dies,
1: and he gets really choked up about it. I'll, that was his, brother. Is, is his brother. That, that was died? his brother. I don't know. No, he gets choked up about because he's technically Travolta at that time, wasn't he? Uh, you know, it's hard. It's hard to tell in Face Off. <laughs> well,
0: the I whole mean, point there's a mirror. I, 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 I don't think he's mirror. gay
1: because he does say he can eat a peach for hours. But he has this thing.
0: He has this it, like. Uh, Cage's character has a thing about asses, where if he touches an ass, he goes, <laughs> No matter if it's the secretary at the FBI, or, or the wife, or the first 30 seconds of the movie, he touches this choir girl's butt, and he's like, yeah,
1: That's pretty awesome.
0: But, but Cage as Travolta, uh, he goes back to the, his rock days, where he's not insane at all. Right? He's yeah. just like, you're, you're everyman. He doesn't really freak out. You can he's like he's showing emotion.
1: <laughs> he's like a real rounded character. Yeah, I mean Cage, he does a lot of movies where he's somber good guy. Yeah. He he does somber face and a lot of those movies didn't make this cut, but this one did just because it was so amazing. So Right, it was John John Woo and there were John Woo pigeons flying through the slow-mo shots which were typical John Woo. He did go a little crazy at the end when he's he's trying to kill off travolta's body and he's like die
0: why won't you die (laughs) and then he doesn't he shoot him with a spear gun in the end
1: i think he yeah he does well yeah that and like an anchor i think got him too yeah some some kind of not your average uh like uh projectile weapon yeah it was pretty crazy so Mm. Now, leaving Las so, Vegas, um, we, we spent all this time on the seven seed. Leaving Las Vegas, the reason it's a 2 seed is, like, this is such good cage freakout. In fact, the scene I'm going to talk about, you, if anyone listening that hasn't watched this, you need to look this up. Because I think it was just security video camera in a casino, and it wasn't part of the movie. <laughs> and they just added it. They, they try and make it a casino uh, security camera. Looking down, he's at, like, a blackjack table with some other chick. And a waitress comes up and ask him what his drink is and he like he tries to order a bloody mary and then all of a sudden he just fucking freaks out and starts screaming and he knocks the table over punches the woman he gets tackled by security and he's like full freak out and you're like whoa what the fuck just happened yeah
0: you know but i, I feel like the rest the rest of the movie is more like um it's it's like less freak out and more just like so, like de- depressing
1: self destruction well, it definitely it, is. I mean, like this whole movie is—he's he, trying to drink himself to death. Yes, like that's I mean, the whole plot. I mean, but I mean, when he got wasted at the strip club and just made those faces he was making. Yes, like, with the guy next to him and the stripper and stuff. I mean, he was making crazy faces. Like that was so good. Yeah, the the movie itself loses a lot of points. Although it, it did, you know, one of these Vegas movies got him an Oscar nomination. Oh really? Or an Oscar? He made, you know, he won an Oscar for one of the Vegas movies. Wow. Maybe it I was think, just for the. I think, for the, for the was, c- I think
0: it was this one actually. Maybe it was just for the freakout
1: scene where uh, I'm I'm
0: watching it right now. He's just like leaning all over the place, leaning left, leaning right. Now he's he's method shoving the table. The waitress is on the floor. Oh my god! He's
1: he's shoving the escort and he's hitting stuff. It, uh, isn't, it, isn't that not the movie? Isn't that just security camera footage that they, like, purchased to use in the movie? I think so.
0: Yep. Oh, four security guards on him. You can't, you, not just one security guard. It takes
1: four security guards. Like may, it made no sense. No, right, here's the best, though. Here's the best. So, so someone, someone says the classic line, oh, you know, you shouldn't drink so much. And then and Cage goes, oh, maybe I shouldn't breathe so much. Ha-ha! <laughs> and it's all about the way he laughs. Ha-ha! It's yeah, like space and the way he says it is uh, oh maybe I shouldn't breathe so much. <laughs> I love it.
0: Yeah, and then there's the there, there's the the bar quote unquote the quote unquote bar fight scene where basically this girl who's like trying to piss off her boyfriend because they're having an argument comes over and starts making out with him. and The angry boyfriend comes up and he basically just like is like oh your 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 lady friend and I are going to go back to uh, a hotel room and, and have some sex. Yeah. that's what's happening. <laughs> and then and then
1: caviar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's face it. Uh is it an enjoyable movie? No. You you could only enjoy no. this movie before the Cage Freakouts whereas Face Off is enjoyable from start to go. But so Face Off wins for movie, but Leaving Las Vegas wins for Cage Freakouts. You know, and that's where I got to say
0: him as Sean Archer uh not like very likable in terms of like regular action star like hero guy not yeah. super not super great in my eyes as like as the ultimate cage in this contest so yeah. i would have i would go with leaving las vegas cage
1: yeah leaving las vegas has some of the best cage cuts of all time like he was just scraping he was the tip of the iceberg when he was realizing <laughs> shit i can just do whatever and then they actually put it in the movie and they think it's good acting yeah, and af- and after
0: that, once once he learned that, uh, it was all downhill where he's just like, I'm just going to scratch my balls for 10 minutes and I'll have to put it in. Yeah, like I'm Hooray! pretty sure this is the movie he won an Oscar for. Wow. Well, you know, if you have a tragic character uh, as a
1: method actor with a tragic character, you will get an Oscar. Yeah, people always like that shit. So yep. that's the end of the first round in the one bracket. Let's move over to the other bracket and do the first round. We've got the number one seed, The Wicker Man, oh. versus the number eight seed, Bangkok Dangerous. That's
0: right. And, and actually, I uh, I transcribed a kill count for all of the higher kill uh, movies in this yes. entire tournament. Bangkok Dangerous, Nicolas Cage by himself kills 38 human beings, including himself. And...
1: <laughs> He kills, like, zero in the Wicker Man, but... I know, uh, but (laughs) but he also dies in the Wicker Man. Yeah, but the Wicker Man, I mean, just the fucking end... I mean, mean, let's face it. Out of all the YouTube cage freakouts, the Wicker Man probably has the best variety of fucking crazy cage. Absolutely. I mean, at one point, he's in a bear
0: costume and punches out a lady. At, at one point, he, he, uh, he like karate kicks his love interest in the movie into like a wall of shame full of, full of picture frames that she smashes into it. Uh, let's see, he, he cold cocks the, the fat bee overlord of the island and knocks her out. Uh, let's see. He's constantly insulting people. He hates it when kids wear masks. <laughs> this is the whole scene where he, he enters a room and he's wearing masks and he's like, Hey, take off your masks! And doesn't leave until all the masks are off and then just, like, runs out of there. I mean... Oh, and then, and then there's the scene where he's, uh... Where where he hates bikes. Or, or <laughs> you know, he needs a bike and he stops this woman with a bike and he's like, Get off your bike. And she mm-hmm. won't get off. He's like, Get off your bike. And she won't get off. And he pulls a gun on her and he's like... Step away from the bicycle.
1: I like that he's a detective, but he has all these <laughs> problems, and yet he's not a good detective because he no. fucking gets to the island, and the first thing he sees is people carrying this bloody sack that's twitching, and the sack has something about the size of a human in it, and they're carrying it away. And what the fuck does he say it is? Like a shark? Yeah, he's just like, oh, did you get to find a shark or something? Yeah, like oh, I'm looking for a woman, and there you guys are carrying someone in a sack that could be about the size of a woman, and it's bleeding and twitching. But you know, who cares? Uh, just point me to the nearest tavern so I can go ask questions. Let's let, let, all right. I'm I'm, lo- I'm looking that up on.
0: Uh, we've been so faithful. I'm just looking that up on. Uh, on oh, YouTube, that scene really quick. With the sack?
1: Yep, he says, "What's in the bag? A shark or something?" Yeah, it's like, are you serious? You're looking for a missing woman. They're carrying a person in a sack. It's still moving, and there's blood coming out of it. Wait, wait, and he's approaching the sack, which is still twitching, and he's like, oh,
0: maybe he's going to open it. Oh, he's looking. And then, like, something moves, and everybody's, like, laughing, and I'm like, he's a dumbass, and that's the end of the scene.
1: Yeah, and it takes, like, two people to carry it. Yep. Yep. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, right there, that's when you know you're like, oh, shit. I just better settle down and watch this for just the Cage Freakouts because it's clearly not a good movie.
0: No, I mean, and that's why this is the number one ranked seed because the whole entire movie, it's, it's just in, it's amazing to watch. It's one of those movies, it's like, a, it's like it's like a diamond-shaped turd in a giant shit pile. Of Nick oh, Cage yeah. movies,
1: where like everything about it is
0: so bad that it's so good.
1: Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's not a good movie, but it, yeah, it's, it's the awesomely bad. Whereas Bangkok Dangerous, he does kill a lot of dudes, but I mean, I got to tell you, even I didn't really care for the movie at all. I, no, I, 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 I like fell asleep through it, to be honest.
0: Nick Cage has been in action movies where he's had like superpowers. So if you don't have that, Bangkok Dangerous, where he's just like a normal dude, then eh, I don't know.
1: Yeah. So I mean. And- yeah. You
0: know. No no memorable freakouts from Bangkok dangerous too.
1: Yeah, and just shot a lot of people. So, wicker man.
0: Wow. I don't I dude, I don't even have to use my veto power cuz we agree on everything. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're pretty we're pretty in sync so far. But it'll get tougher when we get to the later rounds, but Yeah. Now we got 4 seed Honeymoon in Vegas versus 5 seed Drive Angry, which we have documented on this podcast before. Oh dude, shit. I didn't look up Honeymoon in Vegas. <laughs> All right, Honeymoon Honeymoon in Vegas. All right. This is some early cage freakouts, okay? And yes. you can't blame him because he's acting next to Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, his name, his name is Jack Singer. Um, he freaks out in the airport, which is pretty good. Right. And he says, what are you going to do? Put me in airport jail? Yeah. Like, he's definitely freaking out. I mean, he, he's got a crazy shirt on there. But then later on, he freaks out on Mr. Miyagi. Then he freaks mm. out in Sarah Jessica Parker. Yo, like when, Ben sorry. Stein is in this movie at the airport yeah. scene. Yeah. And then he freaks out on, on Miyagi. He's like, he lives in a shack. <laughs> but, I mean, like, he's, just, he's getting the runaround, and he doesn't like it. He's acting with Sarah Jessica Parker. He doesn't like that. Like, this is some early Cage freakout. It's supposed to be a regular movie. Not a Cage movie, just regular movie. So you get some early glimpses of freakouts, which I enjoyed. Wow. Yeah,
0: Nick Cage, Nick Cage in this airport uh, scene is like everybody that I've ever been slightly annoyed with in New York City waiting in line. They're, the, like, really passive-aggressive, like,
1: God!
0: Why doesn't the person at the post office window hurry up with their business
1: that, you know, is just as important as mine? Yeah, and this is another one of those. This is early on where it's like where people don't, you know, when people are like still in that part where they don't realize someone's a serial killer and he's such a nice person. Like this is like they still think Cage is a normal person and he's just good. He delivers these amazing performances. <laughs> but now drive angry. Yeah. Well, so Drive Angry,
0: Let, let's face it. Drive Angry, uh, there's
1: a Skull beer in Drive Angry. Yeah. Yes, he wants to drink a beer out of a Skull. Remember, they all they from a beer. I don't believe I'll be having that beer just now, not unless I'm drinking it from Jonah King's Skull. <laughs> and then at the end, he does get his Skull beer. I love that. I thought that was, that was, that was just that. like
0: it, in, in terms of ridiculous movements in movie history, there's the, uh, the, the Ghost Rider uh, flaming piss scene from Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of
1: Vengeance, and then Skullbeer from Drive Angry. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Skullbeer is so good, you almost forget that early on in the movie, he's banging a chick, and all these yeah. uh, <laughs> guys burst into the hotel room, and he kills them all while still banging the chick. Yep. He's just like, I ain't pulling out for shit. Like, there's still penetration. He's still, like, throwing her around with his dick while killing people. She's screaming, and he's still – he's multitasking amazingly. Like, that would, that scene was, like, I was just crying in the movie. They're laughing so hard. He's banging this chick, and he shoots, like, 20 dudes. And see, and that's that's why Bangkok
0: Dangerous, you have been eliminated, because Drive Angry does, like, everything amazing. In fact, like, his, the there's, like, the main antagonist in the movie, but there's also – uh like uh like uh, another character called what the accountant, I believe, yeah, yeah and yeah, he
1: think he's the devil, but he's like yeah. the devil's assistant
0: he's he's just like this whacktastic d- like haters gonna hate don't give a crap villain, he just kind of shows up like whistling the Viagra commercial song
1: yeah, I can't think of that guy's name, but he's in a ton of movies and he he does a pretty good job, and by the oh, way this great. this is up against honeymoon in Vegas, by the way. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. It's going to have to be Drive Angry. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, at this point, Cage is full crazy, but we all know it. We went to the movie expecting it, and uh, it was. And, we were not disappointed.
0: And it was well utilized. You know, a director was like, okay, I have a character who freaks out. I'm going to make a movie more ridiculous by having the freak-out man as my star.
1: Yeah, it was good. And his name is Milton. <laughs> just Milton? Yeah, just Milton. <laughs> So I don't think we ever hear his last name. I think it's just Milton. I think
0: I, th- I think we should w- once we're done with the ultimate cage, we should have a runoff for like for the best name of yeah. all his characters.
1: Yeah, or maybe have our, our listeners uh, weigh in on that one.
0: I, I think that's a great idea. So we'll we'll name the names or Eric will name the names. If you have a favorite cage character name, please. Drop yeah. us a line on Facebook.
1: Alright, so drive angry with the upset. Next round our decks we've got three seed Ghost Rider two versus six Ooh. seed Kickass. Ah, oh, see, this is this is kind of
0: tough because he did amazingly well in both these movies.
1: Yeah, these are his two superhero
0: movies. Right, and uh, you know, Nick Cage, named after a comic book character, uh, he wanted to be Superman. He's really into comics, so uh, working with Marvel and then
1: uh, working with. Uh, did DC publish Kickass, or was it? Uh, I think it was independent. It might have been independent. Hmm. I mean, Nicholas Cage named his son Kal-El Right. I mean, that abolition. was a good choice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider two, uh, he walked around, set with a voodoo mask during the filming, and was quoted as saying that he believed he was the spirit of vengeance, Ghost
1: Rider, and uh, and
0: there was a ton of freakouts, very memorable freakouts.
1: Oh my god! I finally saw the footage of him acting without the Ghost Rider a special effect over it. hmm It's so awesome. Like his, <laughs> th- his face is painted kind of voodooish like white with black uh marks and stuff on there and he's got mm-hmm. like orange lights around him and stuff. It is priceless. I wish I could have watched the whole movie just like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, they should really release that. Like,
0: you know the you know the the Roger Rabbit um film that that they should really release it. They teased it on the DVD that uh before every scene in Roger Rabbit, they shot a scene with puppeteers like kind of puppeting these giant rubber two scale uh, puppets that looked like the characters uh-huh. uh, to give the actors a sense of where they'd be in the scene, and they were like, mm. "Wow, we should really just cut this together." I feel like they they
1: need to re-release Ghost Rider two without the special effects. And and for all we know, like I don't have the DVD, so I mean there might be a special option on there. Anyone that has the DVD, let us know. It would have to be it would have to be because in, in, in the deleted scenes on the DVD is where I saw him with just just the makeup on. Mm. Like, it was the deleted scene was posted on YouTube. In fact, one of our listeners posted it, and that's how I watch it, so much love. I mean, Ghost
0: Ghost Rider 2, I mean, we were saying it earlier, but he's like, he's freaking out at somebody, just like, the rider is
1: scraping at the door! Screaming. Scraping. Screaming. Scraping. Screaming. Veto power is scraping. Oh, whatever, man. Someone (laughs) will have to weigh in on that one. Well... It, and it's good, like, when you see Cage in the deleted scene, like, when he does, like, the stare, you know, like, yes. the Ghost Rider power, he can stare into your soul and it eventually, you know, just destroys you. When you yes. see Cage doing it without the Ghost Rider effect, it's hilarious watching him stare at this actor. So he's just, like, unblinking, staring at him? I, I honestly think it's scarier without the Ghost
0: Rider <laughs> effect. <laughs> right, because the Ghost Rider, he doesn't have any eyeballs, he doesn't have, like, a human face, and, and there's, like, you know, he stares at you for a couple seconds and the actor looks scared and then it cuts to special effects. Yeah.
1: Yeah, with Cage staring at you, like, the actor was seriously <laughs> freaking out because he's like, holy shit, I don't know what's going to happen next. Like, he's holding yeah. on to me, staring at me, like, he might bite me. I don't know <laughs> what's going to happen.
0: Oh, and I, for- I forgot to say, uh, Nick Cage killed 41 people in Drive Angry, more than Bangkok Dangerous, by three. Oh, and, it and, ghost-, what, and ghost Rider 2? Yeah, 127. <laughs> yes. But most most of that was when he, like he whip chains like 83 cultists to death in like in like two seconds towards the
1: end of the movie yeah which is pretty awesome now yes. so clearly we did a whole episode on Ghost Rider too you know we love it so let's uh give a little love to Kickass. he's not the main character in kick ass but he is the uh dad of hit girl
0: right he's he's a character who um let's see he raises uh, he raises his daughter from birth to be a cold-blooded killer but it's hilarious like the training uh, the training scenes which they released at Comic-Con uh before the before the movie come out are so priceless where he's she's trying to get his little girl to 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 take like an 8 millimeter bullet to the chest you know to to prove to her like how it feels like to hit a bulletproof vest yeah. and she's like okay but i want ice cream afterwards
1: i feel like like, that that scene right there, like, the, the actress's name is like, Chloe Moretz or something like that. Yeah. I feel like they had to keep her separate from Cage until that scene was ready just so he didn't accidentally, like, think the scene was on and grab his own gun and just shoot her. You know, they're like, all right, be very careful. Make sure that Cage is totally cognizant of the fact that we are giving them the prop gun. He doesn't need to bring his own nine to the set. I think I think Nick Cage's handler has to have
0: some kind of special bell or something on him where you can just ring the bell and some and Nick Cage would be like oh, 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 whoa 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 and just like wander off to wherever like like Godzilla 1980 where like he sees the seagulls and wanders off like distracted.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like at one scene at one moment during that movie, Chloe was in her trailer and she woke up and Cage is above her with the gun like, Chloe, let's <laughs> rehearse. <Shh." laughs> Yeah,
0: I can see that happening, dude. You just never you just never know with an actor who always plays crazy, who uh like a method actor who like goes crazy all the time. Like actually, I just read some news that on the set of his most recent movie that he was going he was going all uh, all crazy on uh his co-star, his very very young female co-star and she was freaking out and complaining to the director about it. Like yeah, he would man. he would come in on his off days
1: and stare at her. <laughs> <laughs> the dude is nuts. Now, I feel like in this movie too, like he 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 kinda looks like Batman with the body armor and stuff on that he wears and the mask. Yes. I mean, they call him Big Daddy. That's but right. I almost feel like he thought he was Batman. I almost feel like the director went up to him and didn't say the movie's called Kick Ass. or so like, yo, this movie's called Batman. Like we're we put you in Batman. <laughs> you are Batman, but you we're gonna have you train like a female Robin and you guys are going to be the main characters, but this is your chance. Batman has been relaunched. Um, you know, we fired Chris Nolan off, off the set. This is Batman. Go. And I really feel like he thought he was Batman. And that's as close as he will ever get.
0: Yeah. But, but, but I mean, actually, he, no. So
1: he sold it, and he had an amazing death scene in it, too. He was great.
0: While he's burning alive towards the end of the, end of the movie, he's like, he's, he's burning alive, and he's like, use the kryptonite! <laughs>
1: it's, it's pretty good. Um... I mean, and if it was against some other movie, uh, maybe I'd give it the win, but I'd just, I mean, Ghost Rider 2 is just too good.
0: That's true. I mean, Kick, Kick-Ass was, was an amazing film in its own right, uh, but there are just, like, Ghost Rider 2 is a showcase. It's a Nick Cage showcase. It's like freak out from, like, the beginning to end.
1: Yeah. And then our last first-round matchup is the number two seed, Face-Off, Caster Troy, Nicolas Cage in the beginning being a bad guy. Versus the number seven scene, National Treasure One.
0: Right, where he, uh, what's he doing in the movie? He faces off against 006, uh, trying to find uh, some kind of national secret at the bottom of a tunnel, and he's like, look at this pipe that I found in the first uh, action sequence in the film. Somehow it relates to the end.
1: We gotta, I've gotta steal the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) I just love every time he says that, and I mean, I love the fact that in this one, Cage, you know, has to pretend to be like he's a historian, and so all throughout the movie, he's like quoting famous uh, Americans like Thomas Edison, and it's hilarious because you know he had no idea who these people are until he read it in the script, but he's supposed to pretend like he's so historical smart.
0: What I, what I liked about about this movie was they had all these like spy guys to play outside of Nick Cage, like the main villain, Double O Six from GoldenEye, and then, yep. like, his dad is... Uh, wasn't he from uh, Mission Impossible?
1: Like, first oh, Mission Impossible? John Voight. No yeah, John Voight. I mean, he's been in everything. He wasn't even in Anaconda.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He got eaten in an Anaconda and spat up and he winked. He's
1: like, hey, audience, yeah. wink. Yeah, that was pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> All right, but then uh, ca- as Caster Troy classic cage freakouts first 30 seconds of the movie he's dressed as a priest like like whipping his head around like he's like his head banging, and then like grab like goes over hits on a choir girl while she's singing grabs her butt and goes ah, this amazing face
1: yes i would go to church more often if nicholas cage was in the choir <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I, would, I, would,
0: I would definitely cover my ass if he was in the choir <laughs> yeah, man. don't let him stand behind you that's right but but there's there are like a lot of great moments where where Nick Cage
1: is playing himself uh Castor Troy in this movie. I mean, yeah, and and he's only he only plays this character for the first 20 minutes, but he kills a lot of people in 20 minutes and he is pretty amazing in it. He kills officially he kills uh 26 people as himself as yeah. Castor Troy in just the beginning of the movie. I mean, th- th- that that must also count when he's playing John Travolta then. Uh no, 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 actually he
0: uh he his character Caster Troy right kills which then goes people. into John yes. Travolta
1: That's correct cuz John Travolta kills a bunch of FBI dudes towards the end of the movie yeah but i mean it's pretty i mean so it's like national treasure you got a full movie there cage doesn't freak out but he tries to pretend like he's historically smart which is constantly hilarious and then you've got face off where he's just he's just nuts
0: yeah and like and i don't know you know um I'm I'm gonna have to go with face off because like it was more memorable. Like National Treasure was like, okay, all right, great. They're going from like one city to the next city, and it's actually just like a, a history lesson disguised as kind of like an action movie. And Cage doesn't really
1: get the freedom to freak the freak the f out. Yeah, it was fun. It was cleverable. It's you know it's as close as you can come <laughs> wait, to making like, wait, wait, a kid wait, movie wait. now. I, I feel like it's probably against the law for him to do that now. You said you said cleverable. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that I just made that up it was clever and memorable. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah, cleverable. All right, well, like
0: cleverable that. is also a category now. Well, I'll give you face off. All right, good because it was it, because those first twenty minutes of face off were better than the entire National Treasure
1: one and two. Yeah, yeah, and, and National Treasure two sucked, and they are uh, supposedly uh, about to make three. So, God, well, Nick Cage needs needs a paycheck. Yeah, so here we go into the second round. Back to the first bracket, we've got number one seed Con Air versus number four seed Bad Lieutenant. Port of Call, New Orleans, etc., etc.
0: Now, no, hang on, no, let's let's just go down the, the the survivors from the first from the
1: first round. Conair, Bad Lieutenant, The Rock, Leaving Las Vegas, Wicker Man, Drive Angry, Ghost Rider, Two Face Off as Casser Troy.
0: Okay, this is now gonna get way harder because all these are highly enjoyable, amazing. Films with tons of Nick Cage freakouts. Yeah, this is like choosing
1: okay. between your children. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, uh... alright. I, I was going to drop some a really obscure anime reference, but forget about it. Nobody has seen
1: Monster. Eh. Uh, this anyway. is choosing between playing with G.I. Joe or Transformer guys. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> when you're, that, when you're a kid.
0: That's pretty good. I was, or maybe Maybe Wuzzles and Popples in terms of obscurity and also coolness. There you go. So, right, so we got
1: Con Air, one seed, versus Bad Lieutenant, four seed.
0: Go. So Con Air, he plays a good guy. Bad Lieutenant, he plays a bad guy. Uh, he does tons of drugs and has, like, weird freak-out moments in Bad Lieutenant. And Con Air, he plays the hero, doesn't really freak out, and he's he's pretty subdued throughout the whole thing. But he does have a bunch
1: of badass one-liners that range from cool to ridiculous and con air is just such a good movie whereas bad lieutenant i mean let's face it it wasn't that good a movie
0: no it was more like
1: it was it was more like the off-screen hand job in that one
0: uh, that one scene like that was the highlight of the whole film for me and, yeah. and 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 uh threatening
1: to kill old people whereas in con air i mean it's just like not only was he funny but a lot of people were funny and the action was over the top and i love that um when they ask him, like again, he had the underappreciated humor. When they're like, "What's wrong?" and and he's like, "My first thought would be, a lot." <laughs> That's
0: right, and you know, there's that scene where uh, where through a a strange uh, string of events, the plane is towing a car, and they're looking out the back, and Cage says something like, "On any other day, that might seem strange." <laughs>
1: yeah, when, yeah, when the plane is is dragging that guy's ass kicker car yes that's awesome yeah the security chief from deep space nine is like my fucking car yeah, that guy's a big face yes huge it, Irish face. his face is wide like hammerhead from uh
0: dick tracy <laughs> <laughs> oh you mean tiny like a uh, tiny face or whatever no, like hammerhead like his head just goes out to the top the sides oh flathead Flathead. flat top. flat top flat top but no no there was also a guy in dick tracy the movie who had a giant head but a tiny little face oh yeah yeah. i think his name was
1: like poker scene
0: yeah by flat top yeah uh i i don't know man i have to go with i'm gonna have to go with con air
1: sorry you cut out who'd you go with
0: oh sorry I, i said i'm gonna have to go with con air
1: yeah i gotta give it to con air too i mean like bad lieutenant has some funny memorable moments but i mean con air i gotta watch that movie now tomorrow the next day it's just a good movie on top of it so like like we said apex of cage powers
0: right but we should but we should focus more on less the movie and more a
1: cage at this at this point again we're looking for the ultimate cage well and i agree it's just it's just it's so rare that he's in a good movie <laughs> that it does carry think, some weight <laughs> i think that was the last time we saw nick cage with his arms outside of his uh of a shirt <laughs> well and let's also keep in mind like yes like it's it's a good movie but and he doesn't freak out but i mean come on He's pretending like his, re- his accent is fucking ridiculous. He has yes. long, Goldilocksy hair in the back. I mean, yes, he doesn't freak out, but he's still ridiculous.
0: Yes. Nick Cage, ridiculous. All right, we've got to give it to Con Air.
1: Yeah, it's got to it's be Con I mean, he's still ridiculous, just in an understated way, because the whole movie's ridiculous, not just him, unlike most of his other movies. All right, so moving on. Next, next, to, to end this bracket. All right, we've got a number three seed, The Rock. Versus number two seed leaving Las Vegas. You know, I would
0: love to see The Rock go head to head with Conair, so I have to go with The Rock.
1: Did you say The Rock? Yes, Rock all the way. Yeah, I mean the like I said, leaving Las Vegas, it's an early cage freak out. Like I said, the watching a freak out in the uh in the strip club, in the casino, like again, if you just put the freak outs right up there, it's amazing movie wise the rock is just better and it has more quotable lines so the quotable lines in the movie quality overrules the freak out i think i, th- I think we
0: should just go with um with 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 uh, cleverable at the- yeah. <laughs> to, to, to as a value judgment for the ultimate case from now on how cleverable is leaving las vegas
1: yeah and it's like and the way this is going to end up is we're gonna have one bracket of like highly enjoyable movie versus the other bracket, the champion is just going to be fucking crazy, and we'll just have to see who wins in the end.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, my my vote once once again is for the Rock.
1: I'll I'll go. I'll, I will second that. The Rock. All right. Wow. So, the, all right. Over in the right. other division.
0: That was that was a total friendship end to that round, man.
1: Yeah, it was good. All right. Over all here right. we've got. Number one seed, The Wicker Man. Oh, I hate that this, these two have to meet each other in the semifinals, but mm. The Wicker Man versus Drive Angry. Sorry, quarterfinals. Wow. The Wicker Man, not the bees. They're in my eyes. My
0: eyes.
1: <laughs> I don't know. We didn't even use that quote in our first round, talking about the bees, the fucking bees. Oh, and those bitches, like, with well, those two women are holding down his oh, legs, yeah. and for some reason he can't kick them off. Come on, dude.
0: No, he's just like... Stop you bitches! And you he bitches! Spits at them. <laughs> yeah, he's like, killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey.
1: I would have kicked them off, man.
0: I don't know, man. I mean, then they then they broke his leg. Then he got even more angry. I just oh, and then, sorry. Go ahead. There's there's then, the whole scene where he's like, "How to get burned? I don't know. How to get burned? How to get burned? How to get burned?"
1: Oh uh, yeah, no, he basically turns into a sportscaster and he does a play by play of what's happening to him with the bees and the fire. Like he just like he like pretends that you like stepped away to get something out of the kitchen and you can't see what's happening, so he mm-hmm. just describes what's happening so you can hear it.
0: That's right. He did it was it was like he was he was doing audio commentary for the
1: blind. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He's like, this is what's happening now. Oh god, the bees. Oh, and now, oh fuck, they broke my leg
1: yeah it's, he does he just he just tells you how's it how's it going he's like wait, wait. He's,
0: he's like he's like one of those wwf uh like wrestling dolls with like the pillow where where like if you grabbed him by the head they'd be like dude you hurt my head
1: yeah all oh, my
0: solar plexus oh not my leg
1: uh, i mean it's shitty movie but the cage freakouts are just, like it's a number one seed based on the strength of the cage freakouts
0: I think that was uh, that was the first movie uh, in a long string of movies where people were like, dude, if we just bring in Cage and let him just flip out a bit, like, as the focus for the movie, people will pay to see this.
1: Yeah, I feel like Lord of War, which did not make this because it sucks, was, like, his last attempt at, like, a regular serious movie to be taken seriously. And then The Wicker Man was, like, when his his acting career was kind of hold off a of life support where they've realized alright, now we now we know what we have here and no, we no, know Eric. what he's going to make going forward.
0: No, 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 it wasn't the end of a career, Eric. It was when <laughs> the water broke and yeah. Nick Cage was finally yes. birthed into the world. Yes, so we saw his true potential <laughs> super he, saiyan crazy. Nick Cage came out
1: in the Wicker Man and he was like, I was once a man! <laughs> I mean, but now on the other side, Drive Angry. I love Drive Angry. Obviously, I went and saw it in the theater. I plunked down extra to watch it in 3D. Wow. I mean, that that made that movie makes no excuses.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and and Nick Cage. Nick Cage is also great, but I feel like he gets upstaged a bit by the by the accountant and how awesome he
1: is. The accountant's like, good, he, and Amber Heard is hot in that movie.
0: Yeah, and like yes, but I feel like I feel like. The, uh, the Wicker Man, he's surrounded by just bland, 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 so he just, like, sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah, I almost
1: feel like they,
0: they drove him crazy just by being boring.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it's like, and, like, the color scheme was kind of, like, it was all, like, yellows and browns, and, like, Nick Cage is just like, fuck your yellows and
1: browns. <laughs> And your bees, you bitches! I'll punch you out dressed <laughs> as a bear. Oh, I forgot about the bear. Because I mean, uh, so I really like Drive Angry.
0: Oh man, I I I gotta give. I can't say no to the Wicker Man. I mean, the Wicker <laughs> Man is
1: is a movie that turned me on to being a big Nick Cage fan. This is true. I feel like Drive Angry was a much more enjoyable movie, but Nick <laughs> Cage and Wicker Man was some all time freakouts. Like just broke the mold. Yes. I I have to go 100% Wicker Man. Ah! I love Drive Angry. So good. I mean, it's like, I can't watch Wicker Man. I just can't watch it. I'm I'll watch it on YouTube (laughs) for like five minutes. But Drive Angry, I could watch. That's true, but this is not the ultimate Nick Cage movie. This is the ultimate Cage. Uh, That's true, and it is... uh... His Wicker Man, his name is Edward Malice, and Drive Angry's name is Milton. <laughs> Edward Malice? He's called call Edward the Idiot. He's the, wor- like, the
0: worst detective in the world. He's like, all right, let me use my detective skills to shake down my
1: love interest.
0: I to get burned! I to <laughs> get burned! I to <laughs> get burned!
1: <laughs> all right, you're right. Wicker Man. W- Wicker Man for the win in this round. Sorry, Drive Angry. I love you. Don't hold this against me. But Wicker Man, Cage Freakouts are top-notch.
0: Wickerman, or excuse me, drive
1: angry silly comedy on purpose. Wickerman, unintentional hilarity. That's true. All right, the last uh, last matchup in the quarterfinals is number mm. three seed Ghost Rider Two versus number two seed Face Off Castor Troy. First twenty minutes. Ooh, I mean, even if you put the
0: first thirty seconds of this movie up against Ghost Rider Two, it's hard because I feel like. Uh, like, like there are great moments in Face Off where he makes these amazing faces, and he doesn't get to make those same faces in Ghost Rider 2 because he's wearing the
1: voodoo mask of special effects. True, but then remember that scene on the motorcycle when he goes half crazy face and half Ghost Rider, and that mm-hmm. was pretty fucked up. Yes,
0: I, and he kills he kills a ton of people, and it's like it's it's just like a nonstop like death fest, and uh, outside of Nick Cage, like a lot of dumb. Dumb,
1: funny stuff happens in Ghost Rider 2. And let's not forget in the hospital when he's uh, grabbing the nurse and begging her for drugs, like I said, which wasn't part of the movie, they just happened to be (laughs) videotaping and just threw it in. And it was priceless.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, at the same time, uh, I got to be critical and say Ghost Rider 2, there were moments where I felt like Nick Cage is freaking out, but he's phoning in the freak out. No way. Ghost Rider 2, are you serious? I was ta- I was unimpressed, Eric, with the climactic scene where they they like drop him into a cave for like two minutes, and he's like writhing on the floor trying to like like exercise his demons, and they forgot like they forgot to put any special effects. So it's just Nick Cage just kind of like
1: wriggling around, going. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I feel the only reason you didn't appreciate that was just because he'd been freaking out so much the entire movie that you almost just became used to it.
0: That's true. You know, that's, what, that's why parents should never, like, scream at their kids for, like, the most banal, like, stuff, man. You gotta have, like, a scale of 1 to 10. You can't be 10 or
1: 11 the entire time. People are just gonna get burned out on your freaking out. I gotta go Ghost Rider 2. I love both these movies. Face Off is a much better movie, but Caster mm-hmm. Troy, he's only in it for 20 minutes. I love Ghost Rider 2 Cage from start to finish. I, mm-hmm. I gotta go Ghost Rider 2. Yeah. Alright, I'm 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 with you on
0: that. I love Nick Cage's face after he touches a butt for the first time in face-off. He's like, ah! But, uh, yeah, Ghost, Ghost Rider 2, I mean, like, he, he pisses fire and then references pissing fire later and they actually show it and it's like a callback to, like, flaming pee is always points in my
1: book. Alright, so uh, Ghost Rider 2 for the win. Yep. Alright, final four. It's wow. in one bracket... We've got the action movies, Con Air, one seed, mm-hmm. versus The Rock, a three seed. And then the other side, Ooh. we've got Freak Out, Wicker Man, one seed, Ghost Rider 2, also a three seed. So both number two seeds were upset.
0: Wow. All right. Well, well, Eric, I, I, w- once again, I'm going to say, we, judge judge not by the movie, but how cleverable Nick Cage was. All right. So it's in the con, con Air versus The Rock. So Con... Con Air is kind of this boring southern drawl kind of marine. And uh and the Rock,
1: he's like this nerd who's constantly getting freaked out by like how crazy shit is getting around him. It's true. Now keep in fact though, in Conair, like bullets can't even hurt him. Remember he like walks <laughs> straight at the guy with the gun and the guy shoots it and it, like hits his arm and he keeps going like he didn't even feel it. That was awesome.
0: That was like that was like Ernest P. World and Ernest goes to camp. Where, like, a dude is unloading a shotgun at Ernest, and he's just like, I got Indian magical powers, man. You can't fuck with Ernest P. World.
1: Like, I just, I feel like (laughs) Connor, like, he's so good as Cameron Poe, because, like, he's like the worst action hero of all time, but he thinks he's amazing. It's like, in no way should you ever think that that was a good action hero. Like, he's a terrible action hero, but it was hilarious that it was supposed to be a good action hero
0: that's right you know he was kind of he was believable you know he's like he's a marine he's like you know he's he's trying to help out the good guys you know he winds up saving saving the day in that um like he gets his he gets his buddy like to a hospital and he saves the one girl from getting raped by danny trejo
1: yeah machete uh,
0: yeah machete was in it and he's like well what was it was his nickname like johnny 36 or something
1: yeah i think it was in the 20s
0: yeah. J- Danny Trejo gets his arms ripped off.
1: bam. And I I like if I ever meet Nick Cage, I just want him to call me Humminbird one time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well well let's see, let's see. Uh you know, actually, you know what's kinda funny is Nick Cage's uh like the hot chick in both movies are pretty hot. Like like con Con Air, smoking hot. Like a dude even says in the beginning of Air, "I would kill to have that girl."
1: Yeah, Monica you know? Potter definitely at the apex of her hotness in that movie.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then the Rock, it's the it's the prom queen. Yeah, even I don't like, know the even name, like a, but She
1: was pretty smoking.
0: Yeah, they even like they even get it on, and it's pretty hot. The last time I will think Nick Cage is
1: hot in a sex scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a tough call. I mean, like, like I said, you know, this is the action bracket, so mm-hmm. he doesn't really freak out as much. But, I mean, he does go a little nuts, a little more nuts. Like, he's understated in Con Air, which is hilarious. Like, he's yes. playing it like Frankenstein. Frankenstein the action hero. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> The Rock, you know, he's trying to play an everyday man and reacting to everything badly.
0: Right. You know, I, in terms of cleverable... Uh, and just for straight up ridiculousness, I got to give it to Con Air because uh, it was memorable. Uh, you know, he did he did have some freakouts, but it was like, yeah, it was like he was playing somebody that was doped or something, like somebody that was like drugged the day before
1: and just like sleepwalking through everything. Yeah, like he's the worst action hero of all time. Like, if you take cheesy action heroes like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, basically anyone in Expendables, which Cage is rumored to be in Expendables three. Yes, I mean like. His is the most unbelievably ridiculous action hero out of all of them.
0: Yeah, he just decided, you know what? You know, action movie, action heroes that like care and to get you like, you know, like on your side and you're like an everyday man like it did in The Rock? Screw that. I'm just throwing it out the window. I'm sleepwalking.
1: And, and at the same time, I also feel like, like Con Air, let's face it, Cage is number one. He's got some guys he's working with, he's the best. In The Rock, he's really working side by side with Sean Connery. Yeah, Sean Connery
0: does is the real hero of the rock, and uh, like Nick Cage, Nick Cage like comes from behind, it kind of proves that he can hack it, you know, it kind of saved the day. But everybody's like Nick, like Sean Connery's the real star.
1: Yeah, so in mean Con, Con Air, Nick Cage, you know, he's he's got all the glory. I'm going 100% Con Air. Yeah, Con Air for the win into the finals. Wow. And
0: uh, and I will say. Conner was number one ranked going into this entire tournament yeah because i mean
1: you know you just know you just know w- what you got here but <laughs> over the other side though it's gonna be contentious number one mm. seed the wicker man versus number three seed ghost rider two both no. of these later in his career full-on crazy dude
0: i mean this is the matchup of the century i mean full-on insane nick cage voodoo mask Versus not the bees, they're in my eyes. <laughs> Wickerman, Nick Cage. <laughs> this is tough.
1: Yeah, like, so first of all, throw out the movies. Yes. We're <laughs> so, not judging ju- so, on movies in this category.
0: And he does enough freakouts where we can just do freakouts.
1: Yeah, you just, that's all you gotta go on in this one. we don't have to worry about the movie. Um,. We don't really have to go on the name, Edward Malice versus Johnny Blaze. We'll just throw those two out. So we're really just going on, like, quotability and freakouts. I mean,
0: in uh, The Wicker Man, he looked like a regular person. In uh, Ghost Rider 2, he refused, it seemed like he refused to wear a wig. So he has, like, a half a head of hair like he's, like, a Chinese monk from, like, the 1800s, minus the ponytail.
1: Yeah, his head was like a moon pie, half white and half chocolate. <laughs> it was like Brown. a black and
0: white cookie. <laughs> <laughs> And and there was one scene, one scene out of the entire movie. I mean, Ghost Rider 1, there was the hilarious scene where, uh, you know, a few hilarious scenes where he's actually relating on, like, a human level to people. He's trying to get the girl that really wants to bone him out of his apartment by telling her the truth about his weird magical transformations. Mm -hmm. And Ghost Rider 2, there's only one scene where he's trying to relate to somebody on a human level, and that's where it's the scene where he's in the back of the truck talking to the kid, uh... Uh, about his demons, and somehow it gets turned into laughing about flaming piss.
1: Yeah, would you leave? Would you leave your impressionable young child with Nick Cage in the back of a truck? Not if he's turning into a fucking demon and killing people like an unstoppable Yeah, and by the way, why isn't machine. the kid in the front of the truck? Anyways, he was like the Antichrist. <laughs> their whole thing—they're trying to save—and yet it's like ladies first. Sits up in the cab. That's BS, man. Uh. <laughs> I mean, not a smart
0: move on their point, especially because it's her cause it's her mom. I mean, I mean, if that was that was my kid, I'd be like, "You're sitting on my lap, kid." Yeah, I feel you know, I feel like-, like
1: they tried to recreate the rapport of Terminator Two between Edward Furlongs, John Connors, and Arnold Schwarzenegger's T eight hundred.
0: Yeah, except except they went all. <laughs> Except there's the baby bird moment in the end where the kid's just like, yeah. so I have all the powers of the devil, yes. And I can make new contracts with people, yes. And then he jumps on Nicolas Cage's torso and pukes fire into Nick Cage's open mouth. <laughs> that like was pretty awesome. Minute. It was definitely For like, like I
1: wish someone could re-edit that so it looked like a diarrhea scene. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh my god, I was laughing so hard in the theaters. I was like, oh my god, they're playing baby bird. Oh my god, he's like Nick Cage is like waiting for this moment, like come on, come on, puke in my mouth, puke in my mouth. I wonder if Cage like actually
1: like made him do it. They had to like edit over oh, no. what he actually spit in there.
0: I mean I mean, underneath the flaming skull is Nick Cage in a mask. <laughs> Looking deep into this kid's eyes, going ah.
1: <laughs> I feel like Nick Cage again brought it to the like never trust him with a kid on the scene. I feel like no. he was like, all right, ah, uh, I brought some rattlesnake venom from home. I want <laughs> you to put this in your mouth and spit it into mine, so it'd be believable that my face looks crazy.
0: <laughs> and then and then the whole scene where he's just like, where where he's trying to convince this guy. Where, he, where he's like method acting on this guy, with the writer, he's the, he's the only thing that's between him and the writer who's scraping
1: at the door. And what, what other memorable th- lines does he have in Ghost Rider 2? Oh, uh, he doesn't have too many memorable lines. I mean, like, just, but I mean, the freak out and out for the drugs was pretty awesome. Um, the Ghost Rider's not allowed to talk, but somehow he broke character and said, road kill, when he ran over the bad guy. Yeah, that was
0: that was lame when they killed off the the bad guy just by running him over with a truck. Lame. Mm. I think maybe it was supposed to be a penitent stare. Like I just rewatched it and it was like, that looks like they for, they lost the special effects budget and they didn't do the penitent stare like uh, like they should have. Cut that part out and then just ran him over and that was it. Yeah, it didn't seem like he should be able to be killed by tires. No, it's a and then the, and then it was. That was that was kind of like the end of Return of the King, where they end on a really shitty Photoshop moment, and you're like, guys, it's a really obvious bad green screen. Uh, what he got ran over is so lame. Yeah. Anyway, when Nick Cage dies in The Wicker Man, it's pretty great. Yeah. I mean, there's there's fire, there's screaming, there's Nick Cage flipping out. I mean, all the things that make that movie uh, great are like are the torture scene, and then like Nick Cage burning in the giant Wicker
1: Man. Yeah. Uh, that's pr- uh, yeah. So uh, what do you what how you feel on this? I mean, they both get me excited. I would watch I would watch
0: both of them back to back uh like in a so bad it's good marathon. Uh but I, but I feel like most of the wicker man outside of the freakouts. Oh, you know no, I, I I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I can't judge it by the movie. I have to go by caginess yep. Yeah. By we're just going by caginess it's so hard because one, one of them, it's a documentary where he believes he is a he is the Ghost Rider, yeah. And the other one, he believes he is the greatest detective on earth.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like he went full method in Ghost Rider 2 for sure. But I mean, Wicker Man had the bear costume. Yeah, I mean yes, that's true. And he punched out a woman, which was hilarious. And then he took the and
0: like, and then but then he made the mistake of taking the bear head off so everybody could see. It was like he was the only man on the entire island, and he was also the only bear. And then he's like, "Hey guys, I'm the greatest detective on the world, and I just ruined any chance of anybody not discovering
1: it was me by taking off my bear head." Yeah, I wonder if the wicker man actually drove him crazy, like just <laughs> acting in that movie, and everyone was so effing weird that it just it made him go nuts. Wow. Wow. So the Wicker Man is a metaphor
0: for Nick Cage going off the deep end. Like, he came back from, the, from shooting the Wicker Man changed.
1: Yeah, like, people just didn't make sense in that movie to him. He's used to be in the crazy when everyone else is normal, and in that one they were all nuts, and it drove him nuts. More so. I think,
0: you know, I think I have to go with uh, Ghost Rider 2, and this is the reason why. Because, uh, like most of the scenes uh, where he's the Ghost Rider, he's actually in the scene. Playing the Ghost Rider with with makeup, and he's actually like er, like all the uh, all the nuances. He's in there like just doing it. So that means like he was freaking out from the beginning to the end of the movie. Like the whole entire movie, he was being like crazy Nick Cage instead of just like a couple of moments here or there in The Wicker Man.
1: I agree with you that Ghost Rider two more enjoyable. He was full on method. I'm gonna go Wicker Man just because the moments are just—they're just so good. Hmm, more more cleverable. Yeah, I mean it's just—I uh, agree. I don't want to watch the Wicker Man ever again. It's a terrible movie. Again, we're not yes. really going by movies in this. Although Ghost Rider 2 was—it's much more enjoyable <laughs> to watch. Still shitty. Yes, uh, and he is full nuts. I feel like this would be an easy decision if we just watched the version without the special effects. But, uh, I think Wickerman. Now I have to decide who
0: gets to face off against Con Air in the next round. Wickerman, how to get burned, or Ghost Rider, where he believes he is. <laughs> where the rider is screaming at the door, and the motorcycle scene. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to go with Ghost Rider 2. Veto. Sorry, you cut out right at the most climactic moment. And here we said. I didn't hear what said. I said, Ghost Rider 2, I will veto you all the way. All right. Goodbye, Veto Power. It is yours to spend.
1: Ghost Rider 2, the number three seed, has emerged from their bracket, going up against Con Air, the number one seed, for the championship. So, So now we determine,
0: out of these... I was gonna say these amazing films but no <laughs> one great film and the other that we find hilarious uh, to The Ultimate Cage and I think our criteria, our criteria has not changed we just have to pick the more cleverable Con Air, Put the Bunny Back in the Box or Ghost Rider 2, The Flaming Piss
1: <laughs> I mean Ghost Rider 2 is hilarious it is, it's good shitty, fun. Yes. But I feel like just Con Air was lightning in a bottle and something that it just doesn't happen too often in anyone's career. I feel like everyone in that movie had to have been proud of that movie. I don't know. I just feel like Con Air is just so good in so many bad ways. It shouldn't be good. It should be terrible. But, it's like Ghost Rider 2 is terrible, but it's good even though it's terrible. Whereas like, Con Air should be terrible, but it's just so good. Hmm. So you're saying that, like, even, even though Cage
0: was doing shit that would normally get you canned as an actor, like, like trying
1: hard not to act or emote in any way, uh, it worked. I just feel like, you know, like, yeah, like, smart people walked out of the movie theater shaking their head like, what the fuck was that? And everyone else was like, woo! That was amazing! <laughs> America!
0: <laughs> yeah, but that was
1: a summer action blockbuster. That's
0: true. That's true. Nick Cage does not do those anymore. I mean, he tried Sorcerer's Apprentice, but it didn't quite work.
1: Yeah, yeah, they tried to recreate it. I. Oh, it's just. They're so I mean, let, again, we said every movie on this list has its awesome moments, but fuck, man. Con Air is in, like, my top 20 movies of all time. <laughs> I, hear, I hear it, but in terms of Cage's
0: performance, I have to stick with my guns and stick with the Flaming Piss. Of Ghost Rider 2.
1: I mean, obviously, I'm a huge fan of Ghost Rider 2 because I called you up back in February. I was like, we need to do a full, we need to watch this movie and do a full <laughs> podcast of it and just break it down scene by scene. That's how good it was. hmm. But, but to, me, to, me, to me, Ghost
0: Rider 2 represents like Nick Cage at his current level of insanity. Where like behind the scenes shit, like pe- people were talking about like, like behind the scenes stories about him walking around with a voodoo mask, believing he was the Ghost Rider, and I was like, okay, I will now see this movie. This sounds like what oh, he's. Yeah. I mean it's awesome. This is like what this is like what Heath Ledger did to transform himself into the Joker, kind of like like st- st- stupidity and method acting. Where it's just like I'm gonna go fucking crazy for this throwaway action movie that's shot
1: in Turkey that maybe will make its money back. It's it's just so weird like I mean there's so many cage movies where it's freaking out they're all so good mm. but they're all kind of like on this one level and then Con Air just somehow just poked its head a little bit higher above that level on just doing a totally different thing I
0: I feel like we're we're comparing like pink lady apples to like macintosh apples you know what I mean? They're like different different sides of the same shitty coin. Yeah. Like you get like the Lincoln side of the bad penny or like the memorial side of the bad penny.
1: I mean, yeah, it's no shame in coming in second, third, or fourth place in this uh this contest. <laughs> I just unless you can swing me, I feel like Conair is the winner.
0: Alright. I was you know what? I I feel like no, you know, I mean, like your re- your reasons are legit for going for going with Conair. Absolutely, you know, Nick Cage is doing his best to sabotage the movie, whereas in uh, in Ghost Rider two, he's actually trying for something.
1: I feel like Conair was just a perfect storm. Like it's it's got a little bit of everything, and I love Cage's performance. And, and like I said, it is still shitty. It's not Ghost Rider two shitty, but it's still shitty. <laughs> but it's just iconic, and it's like. I don't know. I, I feel like I, I love what Ghost Rider 2 brought to the table. It's so good, but I mean I d you know, I can't quit Con Air. <laughs> I don't know. I mean like I'm just
0: thinking about like the down moments when he's not freaking out. And in Con Air, he's just so boring. And that, that to me is not the ultimate cage. The ultimate cage just doesn't walk around
1: going like eh. Uh. Hope they don't discover my secret. Mm. He's never boring. What are you talking about? Cyrus, it's your barbecue, and it tastes good. <laughs> think about I don't know, Think man. about how he said barbecue, Chad. Barbecue. <laughs> I
0: mean, who would trust him after he said that? I mean, like, is that like normal, normal prisoner speak? Where he's just like, I'm going to come up with a weird metaphor I- for what you just said.
1: I feel it's like it's like the you know that scary bad guy and then he's almost a little bit scarier because he's no longer scary.
0: I don't know. I feel like he's like he's like that office worker that nobody talks to because they just put you to sleep.
1: Ah, oh, I love this movie.
0: He just like put the TPS
1: reports into my inbox. Whoa. like I said I, I feel like <laughs> Nick Cage is the worst action movie of all time worst action hero of all time which is why I think he's so amazing in this movie
0: I'm, try- I'm trying to summon up another great moment from from, from Ghost Rider 2 but I mean like any, any moment where he just like kind of walking around as the ghost and like the, the thing about the Ghost Rider, like, during the action scenes, he doesn't, like, run up to anybody and, like, punch them, do any complicated choreography. He just kind of, like, saunters up to them at, like, a really, like, jovial pace, even, like, slow, and they just kind of, like, breathes at them until they explode. And, like, he's, he kills, like, 127 people, and most of it is just, like, he touches a vehicle, just touches it, and it explodes. Alright, what's your final answer? Ghost, Ghost Rider 2, all the way. By the power of Veto... Connor
1: has the power. God damn, you had to put the bunny in the box, didn't you? I did. I'm sorry. Like I said, there's really no losers, but and <laughs> Nick Cage did so many good classic freakouts that I feel like they almost canceled each other a little bit, and then just the craziest action movie of all time rose slightly above. Hmm All right, respect. Con Con Air. Now I have to watch that movie.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure it's on TNT or TBS tomorrow. Yeah. I mean there's so actually there's so many like great performances in that movie except for Nick Cage, which is why it's so memorable. Yeah, it's so good. I still love it. Okay, so Eric, we've we've discovered together yes. in this tournament the greatest the greatest the ultimate Cage. If you haven't seen Con Air, please do so. All yeah. right. I like if if you watch one movie out of the entire list, watch Con Air. We, we deemed it as the greatest Nick Cage movie of all time and we are the fucking people that know
1: exactly like go watch Con Air and then YouTube all the f- best moments of the other movies yes that right there shows you why Con Air is the best because you have to watch the whole movie the other ones four, four or five minutes on YouTube are like just what you need yes do not do not go see National Treasure do yeah not. yeah just <laughs> skip that one entirely even though it's kind of fun but
0: yeah uh, so so awesome dude we just we just like, tournamented for uh, like an hour and a half. But before we before we leave
1: you maniacs, we're gonna drop the winner of our latest contest. That's right. We got two hundred twenty likes. It was time to give away some more stuff. We said the giveaway would be uh, for anyone that read our book, Fat Vampire Slayer, available on Amazon Kindle and <laughs> Barnes and Noble's Nook. Mm-hmm. Um, we said. The, obviously, the whole book is just full of references to the podcast for you, our fans. The question was, exactly how many references are there to the podcast? Whoever got the closest, didn't matter if you went over, whoever got the closest would win our prize.
0: So, Eric, I have no idea how many references are in the book.
1: How many are there, officially? All right. Officially, there were 28 reference, straight references to the podcast. No way! How is that possible? Twenty-eight is like your favorite number. I know it's hilarious. Like I, I didn't even do that on purpose. I just went through and reread everything, and it ended <laughs> up being twenty-eight. And I was like, "Fitting that it happened to also be my favorite number." <laughs> I feel like just fate controlled it. Wow. Well, you know, I'm looking at the uh, everybody who who
0: replied on Facebook, uh, who who submitted a number, and it, you could have totally guessed without even reading the book. I see uh, Cameron Pretlett. Well, Pretelt it was. At uh, I went. I, I'm sorry, I totally lost you there. No, it's alright. I'm i I'm I'm scrolling through cause oh, Camron I know looks like won. maybe
1: the closest. Who won? Well it was close with the guess of twenty five. Someone else had the guess of thirty-two, which was four away, but the guess of twenty-five was only three away. I like I don't know exactly how you pronounce his name, but I like to call him Cameron. Cameron Preteltz, dude. You are a contest wiener. Yes, it's probably pronounced Cameron, but I love Cameron. Like it sounds like a He Man action figure. Cameron Awesome. Well, dude, you you
0: have won. Actually, you know, uh, for digging through uh, obscure obscure classic references, I'm going to bequeath to you uh, 10 games out of my PS2 collection.
1: Sweet! Including,
0: including uh, We Heart Katamari, Ico, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, Fire Pro Wrestling Returns, Metal Gear Solid 3, by the way, uh, the new uh, Metal Gear uh, HD collection, uh does not have the the insane dream sequence on it that you can play in the uh the original. So hmm. it's kind of a it's kind of a thing beyond good and evil, the underrated classic, Kingdom Hearts, Devil May Cry 1, and then uh obscure classics that NoWood has played. Are you ready, Eric? Yes. All right. Kaya Dark Lineage. It's it was like uh back back in 1990 maybe like uh, actually it's more like maybe 2002 i forget exactly uh back when there were no um, female main characters and definitely no female main characters of color uh somebody uh somebody this the this developer was like screw it we're gonna do it and so there's uh just like beyond good and evil they're like female main character uh not white and it's like an action platformer, and it's totally sealed. It's new for you to explore and discover. And the second one, oh god, I had, I had so many amazing, amazingly terrible experiences with. Prism, Chapter 1, The Dark Unicorn. Which is this terrible, terrible game starring a unicorn ridden by a dwarf. And uh, the the gameplay is terrible, but laughable. It's so bad, it's good. And, uh the, uh, the, it was like a failed, it was like a, an aborted DC, uh, game franchise. They never made chapter two and it's, it's <laughs> unicorn on unicorn action. And, uh, and I believe you can unlock all the, uh, all the levels in this game by putting in a passcode that's like master wizard or something like that. And the, uh, and the original comic, which actually is better than the game itself, uh, is still inside. So, uh, enjoy.
1: Yeah good job dudes and all the other guys you came pretty close good guesses and uh have no fear get us to 240 likes and it's time to release more goodness that's
0: right now I, I saved the best for last two and uh i have a couple i think at least one more maybe two more giveaways and then i will have liquidated my collection but i, I saved the gems the ebayable gems uh for 240 and possibly 260 so Get us up there on the likes, Maniacs, and we will reward you with contests.
1: Yeah. We love you.
0: That's right. And I love getting rid of stuff.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, this is our all-time new record for our longest topic ever because it was the awesomest.
0: Uh, Hell yeah. And I I think uh, (laughs) my tongue is burning out from, like, describing all the Nick Cage insanity.
1: Yeah. So, uh... Go uh, hug your girlfriends and go watch some Cage. You can watch us and listen to us on retrowaretv.com, eldergeek.com, itunes.us, jumpmanpodcast.com, and our Facebook page, brothers.
0: That's right. We're a weekly video game slash Nick Cage podcast. Yeah. And uh, and Eric, are you gonna go watch uh, Dread? Oh, it's not till the end of September. Let's not get ahead
1: of ourselves. Resident Evil is up next.
0: Ah yes, Resident Evil, Resident Evil Revelation. I mean Re- uh, Retribution.
1: Resident Evil, Parks and Recreation.
0: <laughs> Resident Evil, will it be the last movie? Who knows?
1: I'll, I'll let you know uh, next week, hopefully. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, well, it should be a, a, an amazing little fan fiction mashup like they usually are. Yeah. All right, well, we'll see you next week, dudes. All right, I'm going to go eat a sandwich. Sweet. Good, good night. Right. Jumpman in I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand. One shall fall. Fraternity.